Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion team. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You are listening to the Fly the W670 podcast. It's season three. It's episode four. We are on the eve of CubsCon 2024. Don't forget to find Crowley down there, and don't forget to listen. Don't forget to download, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Don't forget to leave those five-star reviews. In this segment, we got news. We got rumors. We got all the events surrounding the Cubs in Wrigley Field and maybe a little more CubsCon talk. (laughs) Well, Dustin, it has been a super crazy 72 hours for the Cubs And after having nothing to talk about for the last month, Jed has gone on the attack, just like Bob Nightingale predicted on our last podcast. I mean, Dustin, I'm so happy this is all happening, but at the same time, can the Cubs not do this the week of Cubs con? Crawley has things he's got to do, man. I'm a busy guy this time. They can't keep, I can't be glued to my phone like this. This is too much. Um, As we're recording this, Dustin, a couple hours ago, the Cubs made one of their biggest prospect trades in a long time as far as the Cubs giving up a pretty big prospect. Uh, the Cubs and the Dodgers made a deal that has the Dodgers sending Yancy Almonte. He's a 29-year-old, five righty reliever. He has some MLB experience. He throws mid-90s and a low-80s sweeper. So the Cubs knew, uh, we talked about how uh, Tommy Hadovy on the Mully and Haw show stated they needed some bullpen help. He got some bullpen help there. But the big key to this trade, for as far as the Dodgers are concerned, is they traded their number two prospect, third baseman Michael Bush. He is a 26-year-old left-handed power hitter. He plays third blade base, and he can play probably first base. And very H, sim- obviously, right? Right. Very similar to uh, Christopher Morrell. You know, you just, you know, is there something you can do to work on the defense? It's not to par to say Matt Chapman. But again, at 26 years old, still young, I, I think they're going to give him a look. And he's not somebody that has to come up right away when you still have guys like Magical and Wisdom and other guys. Uh, clearly, you want to upgrade that position. But Michael Bush is a very interesting name. And and if it's one thing the Cubs are mid- missing, it's a left-handed power bat. They're definitely missing that. Uh, uh, you know, it's, unless, you know, if they get Cody, then you got two left-handed power bats. And now you can start mixing and matching a whole bunch, right? Right. But in order to get somebody like that, what did they have to give up? Ooh, they gave up 22nd, uh, 2022 second-round draft pick Jackson Ferris. He's a lefty starter who's only 19 years old. The Cubs drafted him out of IMG University. And the thing about – or IMG, IMG uh, High School, I'm sorry. Right. And the thing ab- 
I think the thing about Jackson Ferris, he's only 19, but you know, he's a really, really, he was someone that a lot of people are very excited about. And then the other one, Zaire Hope, he's 18 years old. He was an 11 round draft draft pick. He plays outfield and he could also pitch. I know that Hope wanted to be like a two-way player like Otani. We'll see what happens. But the thing about this move is it's meant to help the Cubs in the near term, while the Dodgers, who are plenty stacked at the MLB level, have two great prospects that are ready to contribute three, four, five years from now. So, you know, Ferris and Hope were not going to help this team this year or next year, the 2024-2025 Cubs. But when you talk about Bush and you definitely when you talk about Almonte, these are guys that are ready, especially Almonte, ready to help now. Now. Yeah. And and so that's what you're doing, you know. So with the thing is, though, is with Jackson Ferris, he was in the top 10 in the Cubs system, currently ranked eighth in the top 30 prospects. So again, a big move, but, um, well, maybe you know. with the signing, with the signing of the left-handed pitcher from Japan, this opens that up a little bit. They feel they're going to have him for a couple of years. So maybe he was blocking him. Well, I, I don't, you know, I, I, I think that it was a move that they, they, they are lacking that we, we know bullpen, about the they're really trying base. to strengthen, strengthening the bullpen and third base. Yeah. Right. So those are two positions of need. So you're just, you're not going to get the Dodgers number two prospect, um, for David Bodie, you know what I mean? You're, you're going right, to have to right. give something, you're, you're going to have to give something up. And so I think, you know, guy, you know, maybe six, seven years from now, we're like, wow, we had Jackson Ferris. People are going to forget he was in the system, but like, they're going to be like, we had that guy. Yes, we had that guy, but that's the risk you're going to take. You're, you're betting, you're, you're trying to do something. And that's why you have a farm system is to supplement the areas of needs that you have. And there's no doubt that third base and bullpen were areas of needs that the Cubs had. So it matched up. Yep. Makes a lot of sense. Now at noon to on Thursday today, when we're recording this was the deadline for arbitration agreements and the Cubs were able to reach agreements with numerous players. So if you remember when the Cubs were doing all of this, they had six players that were arbitration eligible. This episode is brought to you by progressive insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name, your price tool from progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Justin Steele, Adbert Alzali, Mark Leiter Jr., Nick Madrigal, Julian Merriweather, and Mike Talkman. We've talked plenty of times before about the process as far as arbitration. It's not a pretty process. It's basically you try to find a number that you agree upon about what you think you should get paid the next year. And if they can't come to an agreement, then an arbiter decides. And that's where you go in front of a guy. And basically the Cubs are going to try to tear down the guy to explain why he's not worth that much. And the guy's agent will try to explain why he is worth that much. But it's if you remember, Corbin Burns went through that uh, before the 2023 season, and he was pissed off about it. Nobody likes to do it, and teams, if they if they're smart, will do the best that they can to avoid it. Especially with some of the players like Steele and Alzalai, you don't want to get those guys upset. You know what I mean? Right, right, absolutely. So Justin Steele, the newlywed, and the Cubs agreed on a four million dollar contract. Adbert Alzalai will make two point one one million. And Mark Leiter will make 1.5 million. Nick Magical will make 1.8 million. And Mike Talkman will make 1.95 million. The only person I have not heard yet is Julian Merriweather. So obviously he played a big role last year in the bullpen. You know, he's, he was one of the huge, guys that threw. Huge role. They really depended on him. Right. And he also was one of the hardest throwers that they had as far as velocity. So 
you know, we'll wait and see what happens on that. We'll have a better idea the next time that we talk with everybody, but um, hoping that the Cubs can get something done with Julian as well. If not, they go through the arbitration process and hopefully, you know, no hard feelings. Right. And the Cubs are the hot team in the MLB news cycle with the uh, hot stove still churning along. Everybody thinking the Cubs are going to have a big week. Heyman was on with us on the score. Wouldn't be shocked if the Cubs landed two of the following Bellinger, Chapman, Hoskins, uh, really interesting stuff. You've got a note coming out of New York, Crowley. Yes. Yeah, Sal Licata, who covers the Mets for W fan and SNY said he heard from multiple industry sources that Pete Alonzo might prefer <laughs> to play for the Yankees or the Cubs. Now here's the thing, Dustin, they have not been new. The Mets have not been able to come to an extension with, uh, so with Alonzo and it really doesn't seem like he wants to play for the Mets anymore. So at this point, if you are the Mets, I mean, you could always trade him mid season, which is a possibility. You could trade him before the season, or you can let him walk and, and make him an offer, and then you get a compensation draft pick. But my guess is if they really feel that they can't sign Soto, then they're going to trade him. And I, I wonder how much – probably us as fans, Dustin, we probably put more stock into this, but I just wonder how much the Mets would really want to trade Alonzo to the other side of town, the New uh, York yeah, Yankees. I, I would be shocked. They, they would have to overpay for him, that's for sure. He really is – really, really trying to talk his way out of that side of New York. There's no doubt about that. Pete Alonzo. Right. And, and and then finally, the last one was Jim Bowden was on foul territory TV. And he said that the Cubs made significant offers on Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman and Reese Hoskins. So we keep hearing Chapman and, and Hoskins. And I don't know with the move that was made today, if Chapman is still on the Cubs radar, right. right. Uh, thought the same know, thing. That's the first thing I thought about. With with Michael Bush, are they going to give him a try or or what? We we don't know that just yet, but I think in the end, when you kind of take a look at all of this, um, it, it comes down to the Cubs. Like like Bob Nightingale said that they were going to be aggressive these next five weeks. It's been one week since Bob said that, and and since then, all of a sudden, we went from it being dead silent to a lot of chatter. Lots of chatter. Well, Crowley, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Of course, you can email us at flythew670gmail.com, and you can watch us. That's right. Watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, really enjoy the festivities this weekend, okay? Absolutely, and I hope to see everybody down there. Give me give me a pat on the back. Let's have a drink, and, and let's, let's enjoy it. It's going to be a fun time, and, let, and everyone stay safe out there. Go Cubs!